the Talkin' Buds podcast. What is up, everybody? We are back another week. We are scratching. We are clawing. We are crawling to the finish line of this absurdly long NHL season. But we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's almost there. We are almost there. The moment that we and the rest of Leafs Nation have waited for since April of last year. Over a year ago. Is there light at the end of the tunnel? Well, I mean, the the regular season being over is a light at the end of the tunnel. This... Man, we there, there's tons of things we can get into. We could analyze how they're doing, how they're rolling. We've talked about are they peaking at the wrong time. But, man, right now, I don't care because it's getting tough to watch it these is. last couple of games, man. Like we, There were some interesting occurrences from this past week. I... You know, we do this show once a week because it works for us and that's the best time to do it. But there's certain times where um, I'm like, oh, God, I wish we were doing a post-game show. And I wish that we got to do a post-game show after the 8-1 ass whooping in Tampa Bay. Because I think a lot of people would assume we, me specifically, would come on here and scream and yell and be like, what a disaster. I actually didn't feel that way at all. Me either. My two takeaways... From that game. One, Tampa specifically set out to send a message. They were like, we know we're playing you in the first round. We're going to rough you guys up and push you around and get in your head right away. Number two. I have seen a lot of people freaking out about like some like losing to Tampa, losing to Florida the following night. I don't agree at all. I... I am all for the core of this hockey team getting fed as many pieces of humble pie as they possibly can heading into the playoffs. I think thinking about that game, talking about peaking at the right time, we were talking about the Leafs peaking at a moment was about a week, week or two Two ago. Two weeks ago. I mean, they went 11-1-1 in a 13-game stretch. That's pretty amazing. I didn't even know that Mm -hmm. until they brought it up on the broadcast. But with Tampa, they were kind of in a downturn, and people were saying, well, maybe you want to play Tampa right now because they don't look like the Tampa of old. Everyone except you. You don't win two Stanley Cups in a row and, and just all of a sudden be crap. I know they lost their third line that everyone loves to just talk about, how tough they were, whatever. They still have the same core group with this hockey team, with the best goalie in the NHL. 100%. When, when he decides he wants to be the best goalie in the NHL, which usually comes around playoff time, yeah. which is unfortunate for the Leafs. But it's just, it's been a tough schedule down the stretch here. Games every other night against top teams. And, you know, you just you just ran into a team that was ready to get hot again with your rookie goalie in Ned who, who specifically I, set out to send a message. And I felt awful for Shawgren in that game. It was tough to watch, but it is what it is at this point. I I don't care about anything else in this season. I don't care about peaking at the right time. I don't care about guys statistics. I don't care about anything. As soon as puck drop, game 1 happens, it's just everything's out the window and here we go, baby. 100% like, here we go. So then they go in and they lose a tough one in overtime uh, to Florida. I wanted to bring that up because two takes. One, I thought Jack Campbell overall looked fine. I didn't like a couple of the goals. Two, 
if we can uh, just deviate and have a talking Panther segment for a second. The Florida Panthers are not winning this Stanley no. Cup. No. Enjoy. Extremely overrated. Ew. Enjoy your 120-point oh, season. Yeah. No chance. I was thinking, like, I thought I would bring this up today, and I was like, you know, I'm the guy who always says, like, if I'm wrong, I will come on here and pub- publicly eat crow. I hate canned tuna. I despise it. <laughs> I think it's gross. I think it's disgusting. I don't even want to be near it when a can of it's open. <laughs> if the Florida Panthers make it to the Stanley Cup final, not win, if they make it to the Stanley Cup final, I will sit here in front of you and I will eat a can of tuna. What? Yes. Well, you got to throw some. I'll let you throw it in a bowl. Actually, you don't even like mayonnaise no, either. No, no. You don't even like mayo. <laughs> no, oh, my. You're screwed. Yes. Man. You're going to so, just douse that thing with pepper and throw some green onion in there or something. If the Florida Panthers make it to the Stanley Cup final, no I mayo will sit here. on canned tuna is sickening. I will sit here. No, you know what? I don't and like, you don't even like no, it. No, listen, listen. Hold on. Let's, oh. up, let's up the... This is how confident I am that the Florida Panthers will not make it to the Stanley Cup final. Oh. Like I said, I don't even like mayo. So let I will mix the tuna with mayo, and I will sit here, and I will eat a wow. bowl of it. You can watch me do it in front of everyone. I'll we, spend a whole episode just eating it. We have to get your fiancé down here yes. to, to watch that. Yes. Because and that that's going to be... We, I might invite the whole family over here to watch that. That is how confident I am wow. that the Florida Panthers are so overrated. Like, they are... Like the same team as the Leafs, maybe a slightly higher octane version. Like they are they though? Are no, they a slightly no? O- no. The, but, but no, no. But they they play the same style is what I exactly. Mean. Yeah. How like, how has that worked out? They want to win every single person who's chirped the Maple Leafs for the past six years. Exactly. You know the highest scoring team in the NHL, high octane offense. You know what that gets you in the playoffs. Well, we've seen it. Absolutely nothing. Exactly. So I don't like you saw the night prior or two nights prior a team. That is conditioned to play playoff hockey and knows what it takes and knows the mental game, the mental side of playing playoff hockey. And that's what they set out to do. And then you saw the Florida Panthers who were like, let's score 100 goals a game. And yeah, it doesn't translate. Um, so, like, first of all, a lot a lot was being made today. I want to talk about the Leafs and the, the Lightning in the first round. But a lot was being made today about the Eastern Conference. play. Every playoff team in the East has over 100 points. When's the last time you saw that? I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Who, you know what I say about that? Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. But does that does that say more about like the bottom half of the East and how bad it is? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's just this is an off year where there's a lot of teams on this side and a lot of teams on this side. There's a lot of teams that are thinking they're going to contend for a Stanley Cup, and there's also a lot of teams that are just trying to find the next prospect to add to their pool. Mm. Well, there's a couple teams in the Leafs division, but that'll that'll be something we talk about in the offseason. So, it's going to be the Lightning. They're looking to clinch. um, Tough, man. Yeah, they're looking to clinch home ice this week. I think, I've been thinking a lot about this. Like, you looked at me last week and you said, like, is winning around a success to you? And we both agreed it is. But I think that even... Like, that increases exponentially given who they're playing. Yeah. And I think the narrative, like, it's just going to be this pendulum that's going to swing in each direction. It's going to be like, 
if they win and beat the Lightning, it'll be like they won the Stanley Cup. Like people will be freaking out. Like I said last week, they'll it'll make be a, enough. I'm yeah, telling you right they'll now, they'll make a documentary it on it, and it's going to be the season will be deemed a success. A hundred percent. If they lose, so. If they lose in seven and it's a hard-fought series and they lose to a better team, how are you... Like, are you going to look at that and say, well, I mean, it's Andre Vasilevsky on the other side, or are you going to look at that and go, nope, another first-round exit. Bums. <laughs> that's a tough question, man. I think that's a question we should all be asking ourselves. I think... Mm, I'll always go with my first instinct. I think that... If they go out in seven games and fight hard, that me personally, I will find a way to throw an excuse in there that they were playing the best goalie in the world and a team that just knows how to win. Mm -hmm. But at this, but at the same time, it's you, you, like you gotta you gotta win yeah. around, yeah. Like, but I you gotta win around. I think if they if they can slay the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think it'll buy them such street cred that even if they go into the next round and get swept in four people aren't going to care i think it'll be like i said they they'll make a freaking documentary about how they beat the the two-time defending stanley mm -hmm. cup champion and, and they'll ha they'll put a statue of sheldon keith and legends row i i think i've been trying to think about how i feel going into this playoff and i feel like i'm still a little bit indifferent it's this team is so overdue for a little more success than what they've had but at the same time, we've seen it. They've they've lost in the first round. Here's one thing we do know: this game, this series is going seven games, mm. six or seven. You it's can't happening. convince you otherwise. It's yeah. happening. Yeah, they, I know they lost in six of the Capitals, but seven in Boston, seven in Boston, five in Columbus, four, seven in Montreal. Yeah, like it, it's it's happening. So I mean. There's so many variables. There's so many factors. I, I think if they lose this series, I will be significantly less disappointed than I was last season. That depends on how they lose. And that brings me to my next point. I think the conversation around Kyle Dubas with what happens here against the Tampa Bay Lightning and I know we're giving away our next week playoff preview show, but we'll talk about some of the other series in that a too. Lot to and talk we, about. yeah, we got tons to talk about. So the conversation around Kyle Dubas, you know, we've we've basically said since the since last season ended, we've we've discussed Kyle Dubas's future, and you're seeing things happen like holding Matthews out for for three games, and like that's a decision. If I, just speculating here, but I think he probably has a minor injury. All these guys know, and by all these guys, pronouns, pal. I mean, it's Keith, Dubas, and Shani. They all know what's on the line here. So they're like, we're going to make sure you're as healthy as can be. So they know what's at stake. Yeah. If the Leafs lose this series, and it's because they can't score, and their top guys get shut down, and they can't get any depth scoring... I do not believe that Kyle Dubas deserves to lose his job. I believe he should be given the opportunity to change the DNA of this team. If the Leafs lose this series because Jack Campbell can't stop a puck, then I think Kyle Dubas, he should probably lose his job for 
not properly addressing the goaltending. And that's that's my take. That's a good point. I, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I, I just I'm not ready to get there yet. Oh, we're getting it's coming. I know get it's ready. coming, and it's yeah. going to come very soon. But I'm not ready to get there yet. I just I'm trying to take it all in, soak it all in. This is a good hockey team. At the beginning of this season, the Leafs' point total number was over under six and a half points. When I looked at that number, I was like, there is no way in hell this team is getting over 106 points. Yep. And they did it. Yep. And they did this it. Is, it's, statistically, it's been the best season in team history. And they've shown a lot of signs that they might have changed as a team. And they've made some additions that have really helped this hockey team. Maybe not net, but they've made some additions. And there's things you're seeing that are like, okay, maybe this is a good sign for later. But... Man, I <laughs> yeah, you're you're already feeling the stress. I know. I just I'm trying really hard. Some some weeks there's there's an episode or one of our most watched episodes a couple weeks ago is the, the picture on our episode is me just like yeah, oh, yeah. after a Buffalo Sabers loss. Yes, but I, I'm right now this last little bit of this regular season. I'm so over that reaction. I'm so over hot takes, and it's just. This is just a, a moment for a group of gentlemen, a big moment where they're going to play the toughest opponent they could draw in this playoff. There is no yeah. other team in this league that is playing a tougher opponent in the first round than they are. Yeah. And they got, they're got they probably going to get home ice, which is good for some people. For me, I personally don't care, but I, it, it's just, it's a big moment for these dudes. And it's a big moment for these, for this management staff. And it, it's, I'm feeling it. Like it's weighing on me as a human being, not as a fan. It's like, man, it's, this would be, you look stressed, extremely heartbreaking if, if they lose this series. Like, the, and, and you know what? They, they probably, they, they probably are. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, that's not a prediction. It's just it's I mean and, it's and just listen, like, like what confidence we're what, gonna get we're gonna get people commenting that are gonna jump all over you and be like, You're so negative, you're but so it's negative. It's just like, but think about it. It's yeah. like what have they done in the past to make you think that they're gonna win this series? See, see for me, for me, it's ah, like, for me yeah. it's even like throw the throw the um their playoff past out the window. What I'm more stuck on is what you just said, which is they have the toughest draw of any yeah, of the teams. Yeah, this is like, the toughest series yeah. in, in the league. I don't care who's playing who. Yeah. The Florida Panthers can get a, 200 points in a season. I don't care. Yeah. If they if they played a series against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round, they'd lose. Yes. Just like they did last year. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, for the most pressure-packed moment in this, every year it seems like this is the most pressure – this is the most precious. Yes, yes. This is. That's what I just said. Like, King Daddy Top. Yes, that's what I just said. Like, and, and they, they're playing a team that all they know is winning. Yep. No yep. matter what. Yep. And they have all the tools to win. Yep. So, like, what? What, what are they going to do? And they have a, the Leafs have a goaltending situation that is very fragile. Yep. Like, you're, it's just, Ryan, it's, Ryan, you're one, like, groin pull twist away. From Eric Schulgren, I know starting the first round is, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's it's a bad. I feel bad for them. Yeah, in a way, it's. It also dawned on me too man. watching the Tampa game, watch watching Corey Perry skating around out oh. there, being like he's coming back for another first round against yeah. the Leafs, and he knows exactly which oh, buttons to push. Yeah. yeah, it's just like although I, 
I do think like this is not the same Leaf team as last year. They've they've got some tougher guys in there, like Mark Giordano was right in the middle of everything against the Lightning. And like, yeah, I know it's like it's all I want to talk about. Like I, I've been listening to the radio and other pods, and they're talking about, well, what would you do? Would you start Jack Campbell on Tuesday, or would you? I'm gonna ask you that question later anyway. But like, like how would you deploy them? And it's like I just I can't think about that. Like all I can think about is. This year, every year when we watch the Leafs play playoff hockey, like it's nerve wracking. Oh, but this year is going to be, is going to be Sheldon Keefe. I was listening to his post game last night and they were down against Washington. And he said to the team, don't accept your fate. That's what, that's what they've done. Like, you know, when, like you saw it in in games five, six, and seven last year against the Habs, where they just look like like they're completely lost out there. It's like we can't have any of that. Like rot. Like you're gonna you're not you're gonna lose some games in this series, as you said. It's probably going seven. You're gonna lose at least three games in this series. But just come on, fight. Like f- that was one of the things that I found like encouraging about. The, the Tampa game the other day. It's like there were guys in there. Like I said, Giordano's right in there. Pierre Engvall is right in there. Ilya Mikheyev drops the mitts the other night. Labushkin drops the mitts the other night. And I like that, but I, I still I, I still look at there's three guys in specific in there's three guys specifically, excuse me, who I'm honing in on right now that like I need to see more. And before you all freak out. I'm not expecting Mitch Marner, John Tavares, or William Nylander to drop the gloves and fight anybody, okay? That's not what they're going to do. But the disinterest, the lack of interest that I see in those three guys to engage in any sort of physicality and not, like, I don't even need you to run anybody over. I need you when somebody comes up and puts their glove in your face for you to not stand there like, like, that's what I need. And all three of those guys do that. Marner the other night, and I, I, I'm i going to be very careful criticizing Mitch Marner. He's had an incredible season. But, like, Kucherov kicks him. Yeah, He kicks him. He does that on purpose. And Marner's just sitting on the bench looking like he's going to burst into tears. And it's like, get out! Like, he's just... If Pat, if Pat Maroon is coming up to you, Mitch Marner, and he's he wants to go, Skate away. Yeah. Let let yeah. Wayne Simmons and or Kyle Clifford deal with Pat Maroon. Mm-hmm. But Nikita Kucherov, another skilled hockey player, has decided he's gonna he's has decided he's gonna mess with you, and you just do nothing. John Tavares the other night just he has no excuse because he's not doing anything else. <laughs> like I I was so I'm gonna get just slaughtered for the negativity in the comments tonight, but I don't care. Like. I had half a mind watching that Tampa game to walk up to John Tavares, rip that C off his jersey, walk down the bench, slap it on Mark Giordano's chest, and say, out you go. John Tavares just standing there like... And Pat Maroon jawing at him, and he's just going, oh, so tough, so tough. It's like, God, that's lame. Like, Like, doesn't... When you're out there and some guy, like, puts his hands on you... You're a man. It doesn't matter what, like, you just... And I think like p- throw a throw a punch, man. Yeah. Like, or just just say, 
don't effing touch me and like yeah. push him back. What's the okay? You get socked in the mouth, like. And again, it's like I said. It's like uh, I said last week. Like you've got the guys who want to collect Pokemon, and then you've got the guys who are like, we need Wendell and Ty and Darcy Tucker. Like, <laughs> and it's like, no, no. The answer collect is collect Pokemon is the greatest thing you've ever come up with. That's, that's what's so good. Yes, because oh, there's people God. who are watching me right now being like, what's up, Marner's game? And it's He's got like, 120 HP. Yeah, and it's like. And again, it's like, it's not, it's not black and white. It's like, I'm not looking at Mitch Marner and saying, go out there and drop the mitts. And I'm not looking at them and saying, go run somebody over with a hit. But I am saying when someone on their team comes up and starts to mess with you, don't skate away. And that's, you think that is going to play a big role yes! in this series. Corey Perry is in that Tampa Bay dressing room going, we played these guys last year in Montreal. We went down 3-1. We started roughing them up, and they had no answer. Yeah. And John Cooper is pulling up film from every other playoff series going, look what happens when you push these guys around. I was going to go on a completely different direction than you, but I, I, once you bring that up, it's, man, it's the truth. Yes. Like, it's the truth. Yes. It, 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 and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, how I feel these guys, for these guys as a group, and I want them to succeed and you bring that up, but it's and it's that's been their problem. That that's their problem. Like that's it's, that's they, what haunts them yes. every single playoff, every single day. It's it's the inability to be tough mentally or physically. And uh, like I said, I feel like I need to reiterate this because people interpret it. Whatever. It's not about fighting. It's not about dirty plays and dirty hits. It's about Letting the other team know when they try and push you around that you're not going to let them push you around. That's why when Matthews got suspended a few weeks ago, I was yeah. like, all for it. Perfect. Take your stick and hit him again yeah. and show the rest of the league. I'm a big boy yeah. and you're not going to touch me. I'm 6'3", 225 yes. pounds. That is what, <laughs> like, it's just, I, I cannot understand the skating away. Yeah. Like, I, I think... Uh, I'm not a guy who collects Pokemon. No. I am not. No, you're not. I am going to go hard the other way to the to the I need the Domi and Wendell side. And and these guys just need to look at this series as this is the most baby boomer line of all time. <laughs> these guys need to go to war. Uh, yes. They do. Yes. This is a war. Yes. And if you, if there's ever a time to take a punch to the face, it's now. Yes. It's now. Yes. I don't care what type of player you are. It's just, dude, they have, it, it just all comes back to they have to win this series at all costs. You can analyze the goaltending versus the goaltending, the defense versus the defense, whatever. At the end of the day, are the Toronto Maple Leafs a good enough hockey team to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning? I think they are. If if Jack Campbell's playing at his best, I think they I think, are too. I think, yes. like, player for player, whatever. They're good enough to beat this team. It's just, you got to go to war and to get it done. I've said it three times in this episode. I'm going to say it one final time. That was the message that the Lightning deliberately set out to send last Thursday. Yeah. We're going to push you guys around, and we're going to let you know that you're not going to have a fun time playing. And we're going to get in your head right now, Mitch Marner. So when the puck drops, you're 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 looking over your shoulder. 
and the thing that pissed me off too, it's it's if you look at those years they played the Bruins, the Bruins were 100% a way tougher, more intimidating hockey team. Hmm. Bigger players, tougher dudes. I go down this Tampa Bay roster. Okay, Pat Maroon. Pat yeah. Maroon is not no. Tom Wilson no. or, or Ryan or, or, Reeves. Or, or Chara in he, the back in the day. He's a tougher guy around, but he's not He's not intimidating. You go down that Tampa Bay roster, nobody but, should intimidate you but that's, on that roster. That's what I'm saying. You can, If you stand up for yourself, you can you can fight back against this team. They are not a scary, intimidating hockey team if a guy, at all. If a guy like Pat Maroon is going to run around, I have no problem going Clifford, Simmons, you got this. Simmons wants to go him. Yeah. Like, right? So whatever. If you're a skilled hockey player and another skilled hockey player is taking Isn't that liberties the time for you, you to stand up? Yeah, like that's the like, time for you. If to- Kucherov is gonna run around, like just like I said, don't drop the mitts. But if he gives you a shot, give him a shot back. And Wouldn't say, that be the most like Food opportunity for a guy to fight back. Yes. If, if not, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I mean, oh, anyways, man. I I got off way down a Yeah, you you there. went on a. I did not expect you to go down the because you know route. what, Ryan? I've been I've been. I just, I thought that game against Tampa was so eye opening, and it was just like, this is what it's gonna come down to. Like, can you guys hang in there when the lightning start running around? Because that is the game plan. And guess what? If you eliminate the Tampa Bay Lightning, whoever you play next, that will also be the game plan. Dial up the physicality on these guys. They can't handle it. And you need to show them you can handle it. Or even even, the Lightning, either if it's physically or with goals, they're a team that sometimes they're going downhill on you. And you and you're gonna have to weather that storm. Yes, against them. yes. It's all about weathering storms against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And getting, no get, pun intended. And and getting uh, uh eh? and getting a getting a save, which leads me to the last question of the episode: the the sports radio question. Mm. How would you deploy Jack Campbell this week? Tuesday against the Wings, Friday against Boston. Play him one night. I'd put him in. I'd put him in Tuesday night against the Red Wings. See the. It's kind of the bitch play, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, no, but you put him in. I know, they need just, one point to get home ice. You, I, I'm cool with him playing But then he one gets a game. full week off. I know. I'm cool with him playing one game. It's like, whatever, play Shalgren. I like how they're playing Shalgren. It's, it's, it's fine. I don't care about that. It's just, are we going to just baby this guy until mm. we throw him into the depths of hell? Mm. Like, put him in there against Boston. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Time to get ready right now. Yep. I don't care. Mm-hmm. They can they can win. They beat the Washington Capitals with Eric Shalgren. They could beat the Detroit Red Wings with Eric Shalgren. Yep. But let's stop babying Jack Campbell. And we're, ever since he's come back, it's been all about let's throw him in here. Let's throw him in there. We don't want to hurt his confidence too much. I don't. I'm over that. Go play the Boston Bruins and go show that you're ready for a seven game series. I, I I'm sick of this babying Jack Campbell shit. I I no. I'm over it. Well, there you have it. Sick of this babying Jack Campbell yeah. shit. All right. Well, I think we're at time and we're going to get out of here. Um, first episode of Talking Buds Blue Jays show dropped yesterday. It's available on our YouTube. Go check it out. We will be discussing Blue Jays all summer long. Um, we'll be back next weekend with our official playoff preview. That'll be a rare episode where we talk a little more around the league. We'll look at each series. Will we, though? Yeah, I think we will. We'll look at each series and sort of give uh, mm. give our take on it. 
right. Some interesting matchups, like in the in the West, yeah, particularly. Not as interesting as this one, though. No, this is it's the most interesting yeah. round. Yes. Name me one other round that is more interesting than this one. There, yeah, there's not. No, no there's, there's zero. The first, the listen, I give the NHL a lot of crap, rightly so, but. Round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs oh, is yeah, fantastic. It's, yeah, it's, the best. it's always fantastic. Yeah. yeah, 100%. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. If you're listening to the audio version, hit that follow button. Leave a little five-star review. We're going to be back next weekend, and we'll see you then. Do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports marianne iveson from iveson voice and the let's take this outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Hi, I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the podcast about broadcast. Every week since 2016, we've been bringing on broadcast leaders to talk about their experiences in radio, what they've seen, and where they believe it is all going. If you live and love radio, subscribe to the Sound Off Podcast with Matt Kundle wherever you get your podcasts.